not me listening to the We Bear Black podcast with my mom, trying to prove to her that this music journalism thing is real, especially for black girls to be writing about like alternative music. And so we listened to it, and the first five seconds. You guys. It is episode two of On Wednesdays We Wear Black. I'm Sophie K here with Yasmin and Alex. Not cancelled yet. Not cancelled yet. Still for another episode. Um, Yeah. It went well. Yeah. Why do you sound so hesitant? (laughs) Alex. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, it went really, really well. We weren't expecting that, were we? Because we thought we'd just put it out there and a few people might listen, but oh my gosh you guys showed up for us the meme it's the meme that got me guys it was the meme of me with a omelette on my butt oh God. that fully <laughs> fully we, you know me. we had requests of pee merch pee yeah pee pins I've got um, can we get some pee pins to stick on the jacket and pee t-shirts pee stickers um, pee stickers yeah pee's you need guys. You need a, didn't like, someone make a pea omelette as well and se- and send you a picture of it? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. On Twitter, they were like, "I'm inspired by the We Wear Black We Wear Black podcast," and um, I made a pea omelette, and actually, this shit's delicious. Like, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. That shit was not delicious. Okay, it was horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. It's been amazing, and like. We cannot thank you enough for the amount of support that you've shown. And what surprised me, I think, the most is I assumed it would be predominantly women, non-binary people, people who were like, oh, we're like you lot. But actually, there were loads of blokes listening and loads of blokes loving it as well and and bigging up and loving the tampon stories and finding them hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So many men and men that are straight men as well just straight men that are fully just like yeah you know what we've not heard these conversations before and that's okay and we're embracing it and we can't wait for more and that shocked me that fully shocked me because I thought that we would just get cancelled by all men for being so repulsive (laughs) to be honest with you mind you though it was uh, men that we work with that really shocked me because I had to email my editors on Monday morning like hey glad you enjoyed the podcast and heard that I get slapped with a dick anyway here's my uh, piece for this month's magazine love you bye Uh, so never really living that one down am I (laughs) can we just quote Yasmin what you just said because there were loads of messages as well about how Alex and I have corrupted you and I was like are you fucking kidding me that's a lie that is such a lie bollocks bollocks to you whoever said that Lie, absolute lies. <laughs> if only you knew the truth. I'm. Uh, if only I look you knew. Nice, but I'm secretly a whore. <laughs> what happens before we press record is somewhere else, somewhere else that cannot go in this podcast. Got my own little whorehouse going on here. You know what WAP stands for? Whorehouse. Whore ass pussy. It's my pussy. Um, oh my god, you said whore ass pussy. Like, yeah, God, guys. <laughs> why did I just get shocked? Like I literally. <laughs> I don't know why. How, you, how do you get shocked one. anymore? I can never be raunchy. <laughs> Alex, I got quite a few messages as well saying, what's wrong with you, man? Everything. <laughs> what's, 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 what part? What part do you want to digest first? Because I didn't realise the shit that comes out of my mouth is my issue because I just talk and I'm like, oh, I'm just talking to my mates. I'm like, oh no, like thousands and thousands of people have heard me about nearly getting off with a tampon in and how that was a great experience. So... 
where are we going to go first guys i really don't know what to digest this is what this is what we talk about and i'm glad you enjoyed it my mother on the other hand not so impressed your mother listened <laughs> yeah yeah it literally took i said this to my friends it literally took her two working days to give me her feedback um and the feedback was <laughs> You shared a lot, didn't you? And that was it. And then, yeah, that, that's, all, that's all we've got. So we're going to move past it. Yeah, just ignore that one. Yeah, yeah sorry, Mum. So um, the blowback that I got, on the other hand, was I was on a... So my boyfriend does this, like, Zoom call meeting quiz thing with all of his friends. And it's people in their, like, touring team because he's in a band. And they're, they all like to rip each other. And I get really embarrassed when I'm in lots in front of lots of people. And they said to me, so so why is the episode called I Bet Chad Kroger's Good in Bed? <laughs> so, so I went, well, you know, it's just that thing of how you never want to sleep with a good looking guy because they're shit in bed. So you want to go for the ugly, poorly ones because they're going to put in a bit more effort. He sat next to me. <laughs> just, and I didn't think about it. And everyone was like, everyone just cracked up laughing. And he was like, Aww. I can't get out of this because I'm either shit in bed or fat and ugly. Thanks, <laughs> Sophie. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't believe I just watched your relationship crumble before my very eyes. I know. <laughs> so now I've been awkwardly trying to make up for it. And at the start of every phone call, I think I sound really needy because I'm like, have I told you how gorgeous you are today? <laughs> oh, no. That makes me feel a bit sick. And it's a bit awkward because I keep having to tell him how good looking he is because now it's just really awkward. It's the same energy oh. as apologising before sex and being like, I'm sorry, you know I love you, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the so, same shit. <laughs> that, was the blow, that was the blowback that I got. Um, Mainly. What blowback did I get? Well, I have no shame, so um, it uh, starts there. <laughs> You're used to being, haven't you got, didn't you get cancelled like this week on TikTok anyway? Oh, don't you know it, girlfriend. When am I not getting cancelled? Um, I got cancelled for making a joke about men. I got cancelled because I said that Caraphernalia by Pierce Lavelle was not a well-known song with this generation. I got cancelled because I said that my favourite song by Pierce Lavelle was, I think it was A Sky Under the Sea and everyone was like, well, what about this song? You cancelled. It's been a really fun week. I uh, can't wait for next week and they get cancelled again. Just Yay. crazy. Wild. I, oh my God. So I, I read an article about our podcast and my favourite line, I'm sure this was meant in jest, I'm hoping, Alex needs a partner of her own. <laughs> oh, oh no. Alex, no. Right. Can I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You did, you did, you did put out like a, a public service announcement. Uh, <laughs> if there's anyone out there, <laughs> yeah, I need some. The last time I had sex was October the tenth. Okay, like I'm, I'm not that I'm counting, guys. Not that I'm counting, right. but you know, it was just a public service announcement, and I really feel like that's not that long ago. <laughs> it's been <mate>. four months. <laughs> that's not that long ago. That's like literally nothing. That no, that that's a while. Is that not a while? Twenty one. If I just outed myself, right <laughs> if I just totally outed myself, that's definitely a while. Does no one else think that's a while? No. Maybe oh, it's just Christ. me. I've got like my 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 lady downstairs shuts down for business when I'm when I'm single. I'm like nah. Well, no, that's an absolute lie. I just, I just <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never had sex. Uh, total virgin here. <laughs> 
I just completely lied. No, I... So you just want to put me in it. Both of you guys, I've noticed this. You just now the joke on me and I'm the bad one. Your careers will flourish. Mine, on the other hand. No, I, I could just get in the bin. I don't even know what sex oh, is, Alex. I, I just think you're a heathen, to be honest. I need to find a man of my own, apparently. So <laughs> if Fucking you're listening hell, in, honestly. again, Alex is single, ready to mingle. You know what? I don't I'm just going to say this now you know I don't I don't want anyone just so I don't get another fucking article that says Alex Holcomb needs a man of her own done please change your bio to that Alex Holcomb needs a man of her own that's got to be better than Tinder putting that out you've literally got an article like you've literally got a press release article looking for men imagine how how oh Alex I love you but how single have you got to be for someone to write an article about your Oh no! <laughs> single is good. Single is is good. Oh, I enjoy. I genuinely enjoy being single at the you moment. Do, you, no one comes away with fun stories from being in a relationship. I'm just, ba- I'm just literally, yeah, being used for this podcast for my stories, my chaotic sex stories. And if I swear, if I if I got a boyfriend, you'd be like, oh, guys, you, you're no, you're, you're so boring. You're out. Yeah, yeah you're, you're out. out. See you later. That's. My, I feel like that. I've established my role I know my place in this podcast <laughs> so as a bigger thank you to everybody I just want to <laughs> give you some stats 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 oh, so we literally had thousands upon thousands of downloads across the world 11 countries everywhere Crazy. from like Spain to South Africa to America showed up hard um, we hit the charts in 11 different countries but we managed to get to number two in the Apple Music <laughs> podcast yeah in the UK, number two in the Apple Music podcast. And the best part is only about 30% of our listeners were on Apple. A lot of them listened on Spotify as well. So, I mean... That's wild. You showed up. You showed up. And, and I'm just... I'm amazed. I fucking love I'm amazed. you for it. Love you I'm amazed so that much. more people who listened didn't give as much hate like it was the people that gave us hate were people who didn't listen but we'll get to that in a second but the one thing I did want to say as well in the top 10 where we charted at number two I looked through the top 10 and we were the only music podcast in the top 10 that wasn't presented by men and it's nothing against men but we were the only one and so that means already we are changing shit up here changing shit yes take that dick owners (laughs) dick owners dick Dick owners (laughs) willy heart hoarders willy hoarders take that what did you just it's like you're just listed off metal bands or like or grindcore bands (laughs) we are dick owners we are (laughs) willy hoarders (laughs) (laughs) anyway um, yeah so we did also we had a lot of love a lot of people Loving the podcast Woo. and saying they were happy to hear it, but we also got a flag ton of hate. <laughs> we we got some hate, bro. We got Ooh. hated on. We got hated on so bad. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fucking hysterical. Personally, it tickled my nipples watching these grown men get fucking upset because all we did was uh, have a podcast and talk about our feelings, which is just too much these days. Yeah, they got so upset, uh. like just our existence upset them we're so powerful guys oh my god <laughs> i know right and the, the word the funniest part is is like whilst they're being upset they kind of message you going people today are always 
snowflakes and upset about everything. And it's like, bro, you, yeah. you're the one who just came out of your way <laughs> to comment on this shit, to tell us that we're upset. If you'd actually listened to it, um, we didn't go hard. We could have gone hard on on all sorts of issues, but we didn't. We we just we were quite light actually in our first episode. I think we were pretty chilled considering the concept and you know why we were doing it. I thought it was pretty. It was all pretty light-hearted, yet educational. Mm. <laughs> educational. <laughs> it's just take your tampons out before you shag. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. People got so triggered. I just I loved it. I, I loved. I expected it, and I actually thrived off it. Like I didn't sleep because I was so excited by just the absolute onslaught we were getting i just loved it i just love to be hated by people that don't really know what they're talking about it's just really funny to me is this what it feels like to be in one of them controversial bands just getting hate all day long we've made it yeah it must be like that yeah so I went through and had a look at some of my favourite comments um, which were on can we can I just say like a lot of uh, the comments that that were posted the most amazing thing was so basically it all started with one guy who posted a picture <laughs> of Rob Halford and said do these guys even know who this is and then we posted it on Twitter with a response, which was a picture of me with Rob Halford. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd just done an in-depth interview with him for Scuzz TV. I don't think they realise who we are and that we work in this industry and that we interview bands. This is what we do for a living. Um, and But seeing that, I know a lot of you saw that on Twitter and went over to defend our honour. And I was, I was just really grateful. Oh yeah, so there was more comments by the end of it of people defending us than people hating on us, which I thought was really sweet. Because there's about 200 comments of people shitting on us, and now there's 300. 100 of them are people being like, "Fuck you, leave these people alone. You suck. Go home, you old boomer." Um, And I love to see it, guys. I love to see it. (laughs) Love to see the revenge. I love it. It's great. And also, so I thought we could go through some of the comments because I I screen grabbed a few of my favourites because (laughs) it just made me happy. Um, so so starting with let's see aha so this one from someone called Thor um, because I want to come back to some of these right I want to come back someone called Thor and and, and no offence but I don't expect someone called Thor to have the most progressive opinions (laughs) Maybe that's just me being judgmental. Anyway, um, so this is what Thor wrote. Thor said, there isn't any issue with unrepresented voices in the metal scene, but rather an overwhelming male demographic. It's not the fault of the demographic, but me- stop, stop, he's trying to sound intelligent here. But metal Waffle. just so happens to have a greater appeal to men, probably because metal is almost, sorry, my dog's just thrown up, um, because metal is always highly aggressive genre of music. I mean, what the fuck, bro? Wait, what was he saying? I don't understand. So his, it was so, his was point so much is, in there. His point is, is that um, because metal is aggressive music, that um, women can't appreciate it. Women and non-binary people can't appreciate it because we like fucking airy, light, happy shit. And I'd just, I'd just like to turn that around on you, mate, right? You're trying to say that males are more aggressive than females or whatever his point is. But have you ever pissed off your girlfriend? 
Have you ever said you're going to get home at six and you turn up at seven, <laughs> right? Have you, ever, have you ever gone for a night out and said, I'm just going to have one beer and then you rock up pissed as a fucking skunk, drunk as a skunk at like three o'clock in the morning? You're making this because bold, you're making the bold assumption that they have been with a woman and felt the touch <laughs> of a woman. Yeah, uh, it, I think it, they, it, were, they were asking for too much. It, I'd be like, it, you know, this is Virgin Central right now. And these men have never seen a woman. The only women they have seen are in mosh pits. But by the way... I don't know if you've ever seen... I'm not scared of men in mosh pits. It's like, the, I'm used to it. They're just beefy, sweaty, look like they've just, I don't know, they look like cooked gammons. If you've ever seen a woman in the mosh pit, pure, unfiltered oh. rage. I, I, The fear of God is put into me by a five foot three woman charging into the pit. To back that up, before Thor even got involved, someone else wrote, oh, here come the incels. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they knew. <laughs> it's like they knew. Um, so yeah, people got fucking pissed off. My my favourite comment was the uh, millennials making issues where there isn't one since their birth. And um, I just feel the need to point out, I'm not even a millennial, you old man. I'm I'm a Gen Z, you fucking man, baby. <laughs> go climb into that coffin soon, you know what I'm saying? Like, fucking hell. Um, I, you know, going to go make some issues because uh, apparently we do that since birth. Making up the issues, yeah. Just, just pull them out of our asses. I love it. My favourite still to this day, and it's <laughs> since it's been posted, this is just the top top tier for me. Stupid. <laughs> There's so many one-liners like that. why it makes me laugh so fucking much. Stupid. <laughs> like you've gone out of your way so hard to get so <laughs> triggered by it that that's all you could come up with. And <laughs> Oh my god, it just, I'm, I'm in tears. Oh, well, I don't know why it makes me laugh, but fuck, it's just so stupid. I right, There's, let me guess, this, uh, no, let me guess, their album is called Check Your Privilege. Whoa, oh, wow. dropping an album, comes out tomorrow, wow. guys, on iTunes. Check Your Privilege, gonna destroy all men ever. The other personal fave. Oh, a woke show. No thanks, got enough of that. <laughs> What? And then my co- a comment, a guy called Nate, shout out Nate if you're listening, not enough to scroll past apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we've got a show and an album now. How fucking cool are we? Good Dropping that content. There was one Ooh. calling us Americans. Um, so we've not only got a show and an album, but we're Americans with a show oh, and an album. And, oh. and, and Alex, to be completely honest, when I first heard you, I thought, yeah, definitely. Sounds just like she's from California. That's a, you know, this thick, you know, rich Californian <laughs> accent. Oh no, where was my favourite one? Well, I got one that says, hang on, I now read every post in your accent and it made me smile a bit. It's a bit like Peggy Mitchell. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. I oh mean, God. I know I've got a rich Essex accent, but Peggy Mitchell. Oh my God. Emo, and for anyone Mitchell. who doesn't know, for in our, in many, many countries that are listening to us, mm. Peggy Mitchell is from a character from a TV show called EastEnders, where they all talk like that. Is it? Is that is that good, like EastEnders impression? Um, you went a bit Australian at the <laughs> end. Did I go a bit? <laughs> <laughs> nah, maybe I won't make it then. I'm from up north, <laughs> in it. Up north. I'm from up north. Geez. That's why I don't talk like that. But anyway. Um, 
I love it. Peggy Mitchell, EastEnders. That may be a new nickname, but we're on a video call whilst we're recording this and I just saw Alex's face when I said that. And so I'm guessing we probably shouldn't call Alex that from now on. My that Peggy was like Mitchell your- merch. <laughs> so because people end up buying into this and now we've got blooming P omelette merch, what is next? Emo and Peggy Mitchell merch. <laughs> and you she just what? died. Didn't she just die? Oh, yeah. yeah, and I she's been so. reincarnated. Yeah, yeah. Her her spirit has been reincarnated into Alex. R.I.P. Barbara. Yeah, Peggy. Barbara Winter. So. R.I.P. Barbara. Um. So yeah, more comments coming through from that one. Um, lots of people sticking up for us, which was so good to see. Um, one person like was like subscribed, started uh, listening. Yeah, do you have any? So they were loving it. Do you have any favourite comments of people sticking up for us? Because there's so many hilarious ones of, of you know people being like, "Here come the incels." I saw one guy. Um, let me double check his name. There was one guy called Kenny who said, "More people in this comment section reminding people why metalheads are not kind or loving, but always cry out when society are not kind to them." Y'all are metal Karens. <laughs> I love that. You're the Mel Karens. And I think that's what we should call them from now on, the Mel Karens. Mel Karens, I love it. Oh, oh my. My Because fav- like in the first episode, we actually legitimately talked about pissing off the internet and we did it. Woo! It's a success, guys. It's been a success. My favourite one is from Lilith, who says, Wow, I'm so offended by women. Wow, this isn't targeted at me, a straight cis white male. Boo, I can't believe these brown people are speaking about metal. And then she put, get a grip. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you to Lilith because Lilith got proper involved. And, and do you know what? I want to say a massive thank you um, to Hammer as well for even publishing that because they were the only big mainstream media, apart from Galdem, so far out of the rock press. Um, Hammer were the only ones that got behind us. And I've just got a lot of love for them for doing that and for supporting us in what we're doing, even though it's a little bit, you know, off the beaten track. Is that the saying? I guess it's uh, they took all the heat for us because their their comment section is pure hell right now. So uh, we love Hammer. We love Hammer in this household. Not just because I work for them. <laughs> a little bit biased. <laughs> I love Metal Hammer. <clears throat> I didn't get paid to say this. No, I, I love them and they support everything I do and they let me rant about being a little emo and, you know, fangirl over my favourite MySpace emo bands. Um, and yeah, they, they were one of the few big rock or metal publications to actually support us despite the fact that I'm sure they knew that this was going to get hate because it's us <laughs> yeah oh, exactly please. oh I found the American one as well hang on yeah yeah Americans are weird and these awakened girls take adulterated drugs or what not in Narnia there is so much fantasy it doesn't make any fucking what? sense <laughs> what I don't understand that we're all on drugs basically even though you don't do drugs we're all but on drugs not in Narnia and and that's from a girl called Isis which is okay. an interesting who were an amazing stance. prog band back in the day um, yeah. but then ruined by yeah um, so yeah. I'm surprised because actually we didn't get from it was tended to be men that, that hated on us I think there's only one or two women who got involved yeah. who got their knickers in a twist um so yes, we were lucky in that sense. Um, but yeah, on a whole, massively positive because we love the hate. Oh, we do. Tickles my nipples, I like I said. Thrive, yeah, thrive over it. It's it gets great. me off. The only thing that makes me feel anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting because like, I, th- I think I thrived on that. But generally, 
I fucking hate social media. Like I even went on, like Yasmin, you're massive on TikTok, obs, but I went on my TikTok, which I haven't posted on for about a year. And um, I saw that I had new followers. So I shut the app <laughs> and, and haven't opened it again since. And it's this logic is why I can't grow my social media. Cause I did the same with Instagram during uh, when, um, what, because I did the, the Black Panther interview and Michael B. Jordan reposted it in like, an, as a memory. And so I got a shit ton of followers. I'm not even kidding. I didn't post on Instagram for two months. I was like, fuck, can't handle the pressure. So I just shut my Instagram. <laughs> Social media off, mind off. I was like, I was like they're all going to hate me. I can't handle it. Yeah, I think especially in lockdown now, it's just being on, I've, I've said this before, but uh, being on social media is terrible right now because, you know, when we weren't in lockdown, you had the distractions of life and hanging out with people and doing stuff that you wouldn't be doom scrolling as I've been doing. But now mm. I'm on social media 24-7 from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep and it doesn't help that it's my job either. Um, but, you know, that's the fun of being mentally ill and picking a job that makes you feel more mentally ill. But... Be- That's what we're doing in this podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hi. It's yeah. basically therapy, isn't it? Just this is this podcast is therapy. Yeah, it is for like hours on end mm. every week. It's great. It's free therapy. Brilliant. But uh, free therapy, but we just back each other up into our. But we're all so mentally yeah. fucked. <laughs> mentally, I mean, I'm not sure you two are even real. If I'm completely honest, <laughs> I, I ate some really strong cheese earlier, and it could just be that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, social media is a nightmare right now, and I, I think a lot of people who are listening to this probably feel the same in that, like every day you go on social media, and the world is going to end. So it's been really fun for my anxiety, thinking, "Oh my god, I'm going to die tomorrow." Really fun for me. <laughs> I have a friend who once asked me what anxiety feels like and you know, I was like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? You've never felt anxiety. That's the dream, right? Isn't it? Can you imagine just waking up and being like, today's a day and I'm going to do things with my day. It fucking weirds me out that there's some people who just aren't, and this is totally fine, I'm not shaming anybody who doesn't have a mental illness, but it just blows my mind that there are some people who aren't mentally ill and are like totally fine and do not have, because it's so normal for me to just be mentally ill um but there's some people who aren't they just wake up every day and they've never experienced depression in their entire life and that's so weird what i also find it really interesting that some people have a voice inside their head that tells them they can do things (laughs) because all i have from the voice inside my head is you are a piece of shit you cannot do this hard to relate hard to relate everything is gonna fuck up if you do this everyone's gonna hate you Um, literally I'm just battling that voice constantly 24-7 and uh, trying to get on with life yeah hard to relate it's like yeah everyone hates you you're not good enough what are you gonna do think about that again gonna send that off ha that shit think again it's just yeah constant I think but don't you find though in like creative industries mental illness is so much more apparent yeah yes yeah I could do a whole episode on that alone because I've done yeah. a lot of research into this and trauma basically and <laughs> yeah, tra- how, how you end up trying to go for these jobs which you're like maybe this will make me feel good enough um, and it never does and so you're just miserable for the rest of your life until you pay a lot of money for therapy but anyway <laughs> um, this brings us on Happy. nicely to asking everyone who's listening right now to send us some ideas for what you want to hear us talk about because we're talking about what we want to talk about and we'll continue down this route. But if there's anything that you want to hear, let us know. Because I know a lot of people asked 
Yasmin to talk about what your experience is like being non-binary and how uh, yeah and and how that what it's like how it's received how people treat you so that could be something we do we just do a whole episode on un- unloading my trauma and gender dysphoria can't wait Woo! Yay. therapy baby um yeah that'll be fun just talking about my life and how it's terrible um, I, I hope you guys are excited <laughs> Well, next episode, we're definitely going to be talking about fan fiction. We've been doing a lot of research for that, stacking that Ooh, up, yeah. reading a lot of stuff about fan fiction. So that's coming your way. Well, I, I for one, personally, with my... I've got a lot of dating stories and I've had a lot of people message me asking me to talk about more tragic dating stories because apparently <laughs> my loss is very entertaining for everyone. Um and yeah, my misfortune. So I'm more than happy to take more one. sex stories, more sex you, horror stories from you, Alex. Oh, were you about to say I'm more than happy to take one for the team? <laughs> Is that what you're about to say? And then you stopped take, yourself because you realised it sounds like you're taking it up the ass. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that, okay? You know, there's nothing wrong with that. There I'm going to say we that. could we could totally have a, a podcast episode if you want. But yeah, I mean, yeah, dating stories. I've got. 5,000 billion horror stories so I'm more than happy to share that if that apparently that's what people want to hear which I'm more than happy I feel like I've held back too much because I was I was on tinder for a long time like I'm not I'm not in a long-term relationship I've only been with my boyfriend a year and a half and so my stories before that are pretty bad I think that's something then. Let's do let's do a dating. Yeah. Dating it. Uh while we're in the midst of getting cancelled, um, I feel like we should yeah. do a cancellation episode as well about cancelling, yes. but also uncancelling mm. people who've been cancelled wrongly. Because I feel like that yes. would be really good. That'd be good. And in the process yeah. getting ourselves cancelled for uncancelling people who were cancelled, how cool would that be? Yes. We should see how many times we could get cancelled and then uncancelled. I think that would be interesting. We wear black shot game. Be- uh, take a shot every time you get cancelled. You will be drunk in yeah. like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think we should... Do you know what? I want to talk to some... Something I've really wanted to do with this podcast is at some point, I'm guessing all of us have said, yeah, I could be a dominatrix. I could do that. <gasps> and yes. I'd like to talk to an actual dominatrix and go, run me through your nine to five. What actually happened in the process of your day? Because I just assume it's like putting on thigh-high boots and going, I'm going to step on your balls, bitch. Um, but I'm sure there's a lot more to it than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be really interesting, actually. I feel like... Um, yeah, maybe they'll have some stories as well yeah. about, like, the weirdest person they've had to, like, step on or something. <laughs> like, that's so interesting to me. That's a great idea. As well, I'm sure that their life isn't as interesting as we think. Like, we'll be like, what do you do? Do you, like, set somebody on fire? And they're like, no, I, I went to Tesco's at 9am and uh, I made some breakfast and then I cleaned my boots and then I cleaned all my dildos and it's pretty mundane. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that so- someone has got to have put shit in a freezer and shoved it up a man's ass. That will have happened. You know, that's a thing that they do. Well, reverse shit. So yes. they shit, put it, what, their own shit or the person that they're dominating shit? I didn't get that deep into questions. <laughs> when someone <laughs> says to you, I put a shit in the freezer and, and did a man up the ass of it, I don't go oh well so do you not think it? about that no I was like <laughs> oh. what the fuck but now I have oh. loads of questions I'm like do you lube it up is it a thing or does it just because it, it probably disintegrates actually <laughs> from the warmth so they'll probably have to like get one of them special freezer yeah Hi. to end I tweeted something the other day and it did get a lot of love and Ooh. so I thought we could reflect on it oh. um, I tweeted that I think 
this year is going to be the best year in music history because bands have never had this much time to sit at home and focus on albums and that means next year when we get through this pandemic is going to be the best touring year in history that again is going to be like such a monumental year and because everyone's going to be competing to try and get people to go to tours i think the lineups will have to be next level and it will have to be lineups that you've just never seen before also also speaking of touring all of these albums are now turning 10 in lockdown so bands are going to have to like Yumi at 6 are going to have to do a back to back of their first two albums because they've both turned 15 and 10 so I'm fucking ready to celebrate Selfish Machines to celebrate Sinners Never Sleep to celebrate Reckless and Relentless to be 2010 emo again I'm gonna cry my eyes out okay so this year um, we can expect obviously Foo Fighters AFI Evanescence Slipknot Every Time I Die The Pretty Reckless Ghost Beartooth Greta Van Fleet Ozzy Osbourne Yumi at Six Iron Maiden Black Veil Brides Architects Metallica Waterparks Rob Zombie I'm still going Weezer A Day to Remember Megadeth Rise Against 21 Fucking Pilots I love them Uh, Teenage Wrist Bring Me the Horizon Are going to be dropping a new album Um, this is all according to Kerrang.com, by the way. Uh, Spirit Box, Holding Absence, The Offspring, Angels. This goes on. The Distillers, um, so Angels Nervous. It just keeps going on. So there's so many bands releasing albums. So that's why I'm saying imagine the tours in 2022. Oh, no, I agree. It's going to be insane. I don't know what I'm going to do. I actually don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I think about this all the time. I'm like, what's going to happen when I go to my first concert? I think I'm going to physically explode when I'm in the pit. Like, I just, I don't know. What I'm, I'm going to really, it's going to be two years since I've been in a pit. <laughs> So, time to end with our words of wisdom and our social pages. So, um, if you want to get in touch with me, at I am Sophie K on Twitter and Instagram. And my words of wisdom would be look forward to 2022. It's going to be a good year. That was shit. That was really shit. <laughs> it's not. It's a positive light when things are very negative exactly. I don't think thank you awesome. Alex thank you I'm not going to lie That's to you Sophie okay. that was a bit corny <laughs> yes Min, shut up <laughs> I've got a fucking puppy biting me right now I just think all I can think of is oh my god this dog has needles for teeth <laughs> Um, oh, you can reach yeah. me uh, at Yasmin X on TikTok and Twitter and at Yasmin Suman on Instagram and my words of wisdom I don't have words of wisdom I have a special request if anybody has any pimple popping videos please oh, tweet Jesus them at me Christ, oh, no, I love no. it um, I've got loads oh my god send them my way at Yasmin Suman X on Twitter I will take your pimple popping videos especially if it's on your back and it's blackheads oh, oh, yes. oh you're making me feel sick <laughs> Alex <laughs> <laughs> right if you want to get in touch with me at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter and my words of wisdom I guess is any press is good press so thanks boomers for shouting about us because you know it helped the algorithm so thanks hun cheers big kisses <laughs> big kisses there we kisses go <laughs> see you next week bye 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 oh Christ I had a frog in my throat the whole time <clears throat> You were listening to On Wednesday's We Wear Black. Please like, rate and subscribe so we can keep doing what we love doing. Special thanks to the Heavy Network, the Nova Twins for our badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.